before Q&A, there's one quick announcement. The two sisters, Sister Sajida and Sister Shaista, they are doing a very interesting project towards an orphanage in Karbala. If you would like to at least try to speak to them about what the good work you're doing, so we encourage that. Next week, inshallah, we'll be putting up a link which explains more about their project, inshallah. That will be next week. But after the class, please do. We're going to have Q&A now, and uh, please take the opportunity next. Yes. Uh, there are a couple of things that I, mean, I, I would like to reconcile within myself and my belief. If we are going to say that, um, the, uh, firstly, the Prophet is the only Shahid for his time, and the Shahid has to be, I, I'm just reporting what you said, the Shahid has to be around amongst people. Amongst people where they can refer to, ask, and go back and forth from Yes, you see that? Not all the people. It means he has to live with that generation. Okay? He has to live with that generation. But maybe some of them live in another part of the world. But he has to have knowledge about all of them. And at least some of them should have access to him. Okay, so how do you now reconcile when we say that the Prophet, although he is not a Muslim, he is still How do we fit that bill in? Because... The, with the Sunni brothers, we have this argument all the time, and even for them, I don't know how they would say the Prophet is a Shahid, and there's no after him, while they already believe that Prophet is no longer avail us after his death. How does that work? Where does the in-between come in? It's not that uh, all the Sunni brothers believe like that. Uh -huh. Many Sunni brothers believe that the Prophet is alive. And, and he understands, and you can do tawassul to him. Only some people, you know. Then what about us? Why can't we say that okay, he can be a shahid because he's still yeah. alive? Yeah, definitely. We say the prophet is alive, and not only the prophet, even many mu'minin are aware of what we do after they pass <laughs> away. But this is an official position that in every generation there must be a person who is appointed as guide, as witness. So right now, for example, the one who is responsible for this position is Imam Zaman. Even though he's not amongst us, but at the moment. He is amongst us. He is in like, yes. our Yes, but he is in the state that we cannot identify him, but he is with us. So even if right now we do tawassul to Lady Fatima or Imam Hussein, but it has to come through Imam Zaman. Because he is the one who is right now responsible. Like, for example, if uh, Prophet was the uh, Imam Ali was not responsible, Lady Fatima was not responsible. Or when Imam Ali was there, Imam Hassan was not responsible, Imam Hussein wasn't. So, this is an official position that at each time only one person can hold this position, and this position ends with when that person departs this world. Then it's given to the next person.
Sorry. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, so you mentioned that Imam, uh, so the Imams are role models and teachers, uh, they act as a channel for his mercy and they are a guide. Um, does a prophethood fulfill these same criteria? Um, and if so, then prophethood slots under Imam, or what's your take on that? There are some tasks which are common between prophets and Imams and some are exclusive to the prophets. So receiving revelation is exclusive to the prophets. <coughs> receiving book or sharia is exclusive to some prophets because not every prophet received in you know, a book or sharia. You know, those were Rasul and some of those Rasul, you know, they received sharia. But then teaching people, acting as a judge or as a ruler, being a role model, these are common. And then we have a Quranic concept of imama, because now we are talking about imama as successorship. But we have also a Quranic concept of imama that we have about Prophet Ibrahim salam, which is a very high level, even Prophet Ibrahim, after becoming Prophet and Rasul, he became Imam. And that is to be acting as a person who has comprehensive leadership in every aspect. So this Imam that, so this imam that is uh, defined here, is it the Quranic comprehensive leadership or is it which which uh, the one in the Usulity? In this book, yeah. He, here we are talking about successorship, the Prophet. But the roots of this are in the Quran and even greater than just successorship. So, um, the ayah that we quoted about um, Prophet Jesus and um, after he was taken away, I'm just quoting from here, uh, you yourself were watchful over them and you witnessed all things and you being God. So how does this reconcile with, with the view that there has to be a witness when here Prophet Isa is quoted as saying that Allah was the witness after Prophet Jesus? Very good question. As I uh, maybe quickly said, between me and you, you were the only one. Because in Arabic we have what we call hasra izafi. Hasra izafi means it's exclusive but relatively. So sometimes, for example, uh, someone asked me, for example, from your family, for example, you know, who went to that gathering? I say, only my wife was in that gathering. This doesn't mean no one else was in that gathering. It means among us, only she was in that gathering. But there were also other people. So Isa is talking to Allah and says, when I was with them, 
I was the witness, you were also monitoring them. After that, you were the only one. It's between us. Not that there is no other one. This is called hasra idafi, means relative exclusiveness or exclusivity. Thank you.